0: By the time you hear this podcast, you will realize that you'll be able to rap and play ball. Yo, Jeff, won't you give me a hoop beat or something? Something that I can go to the park to.
1: Yeah, there you go. All right. I like that. I like that. Yeah, sound dope. Bust in the You want to fight? <laughs> Come fight me. I hit you with the See, see, I get. Please, I gribb around like basketball's people call me Extra tollems. You're better than Shaq Tech, fool, shut up, liar. i lean on a statue of liberty when I get tired. Then i punch you in the stomach. I don't give a heck. Hey yo, why you a hooker like that? Joe should be on my neck. People walk on-
0: Too much, <laughs> that was that was too much heat from Shaquille O'Neal, from his album, well, on Spotify it's from the best of Shaquille O'Neal, so barely had enough material for there to be a best of. You have to remember, there's
2: a significant difference between greatest hits and best of. None it's of these like, had to be hits.
0: <laughs> if greatest hits, like, okay, these are all the hits, the best of, this what we got
2: bunch of deep cuts we did, we did what we could <laughs> the best of the deep cuts by Shaquille O'Neal alright Oh, who's who's featured on that who is that rapping
0: um Def Jeff I don't know who that is huh somebody that he
2: found Def Jeff aka Jeff Hornacek <laughs>
0: <laughs> um actually he's more of a uh producer Oh, okay. I mean he was a rapper He's more of a producer Gotcha uh, And according to his Spotify bio It says um, when He left the MC spotlight He worked on a number of On records by a number of artists As a producer and remixer Including Nas hmm. Okay Tupac mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg Okay Not Enough Boss Bone And Shaquille O'Neal So Shaq made the list <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is the by the time you hear this podcast, I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're back with our third episode. Um the song that you heard before, uh, Skills by Shaquille O'Neal featuring Def Jeff, uh, is a precursor to what? Um just something fun to talk about. Um with uh these athletes. They they want to get in the booth. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um so, uh, but before we get to that, like when we were recording the, our last episode, uh-uh. it was a mere, it felt like minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we, we just missed it. We, we just missed it. <laughs> um, You know, and I don't want, we don't want to go on and on about Taylor Swift. Oh dude, that, it was uh, hilarious.
2: But it was hilarious. It,
0: it's worth talking about even a week later. <laughs> um so uh babe you might have more information than i do so man why don't you, fill you, everyone in.
2: you can't trust her <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're starting <laughs> to find out so um for those you may or may not know um if you've heard famous great track um kind of goes back to the incident at the vmas where uh taylor swift wins for you belong with me video of the year i believe it was her best female video. Her best female video, one of those videos, something that Kanye felt that she did not deserve. So Kanye proceeds to step up on the stage, grab the mic from her and say, um, excuse me Taylor, I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had the greatest video of all time. And ever since then, you know, that kind of, I don't want to say it made her famous, but like it kind of launched the the at least the victim part of her career where she's like, who me? I'm Taylor Swift. I didn't do anything to anyone. As she writes, you know, song after song after song about all of these guys who dumped her. And apparently I didn't know, but she apparently she, um, she slut shamed. Can I say that? She, uh, yeah, she made fun of, um, Camilla Bell, who is a, I guess like a D celebrity, D-list celebrity. She dated her ex and, uh, kind of made fun of her saying that she was easy in bed. So, like, kind of has this long, and I found this out in reading it because everyone's calling her out on this, you know? So, um... Apparently her and Kanye have remained friends, which that I did not know for a while, which I think is kind of crazy that they've remained friends. Um, And before he made this song famous, he called her to get permission um, to use a line in the song saying that, you know, um, I feel like me and Taylor still might have sex. I made her famous. Um, I made that that bitch bitch famous. famous. Excuse me, because that's what she's she's getting up in arms about. Apparently she's grasping at straws. She doesn't like being called a bitch. She's grasping at straws. Um, so there's even a phone call that they had, um, that her publicist claimed never happened. And Kanye being the, um, the legend in the making that he feels he is records every single album recording session. Right. In hopes that one day some huge grand documentary about his life will be made with this footage. So he recorded and when he's making the life of Pablo, he's recording everything, including the phone call with Taylor Swift in which she thinks it's an amazing idea and she's like oh at the Grammys I'll say that you know it was our idea and it's tongue in cheek and it's funny and yada 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 only then to go on and stand up there and just be like oh no um, you, you know some people are going to try to take credit for your fame and yada 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 and everyone kind of just other than Tori Kelly because Tori Kelly would, I don't know if you've seen the video Tori Kelly had this look on her face like mm, yeah whatever I don't believe you <laughs> um, and so you know Kim Kardashian West, I got that right, right? Kim Kardashian West, being the good wife that she is, you know she she was out there like defending her husband, like any wife really would probably do if her name is her uh, husband's name is being dragged in the mud. And so she's out there defending her and saying, well, actually, that's not how it happened. Um, we had a phone call, and then they're like, well, where's the proof? And she's like, well, actually, Kanye gets everything recorded, so there is an actual video recording of this phone call. And while all of this is going on for a few months, um, Taylor's lawyer sends them a um, sends them a letter saying you have I know you have this recording, basically acknowledging they know that everything that they've said is a bunch of BS and that they've been lying, and says don't release this tape or we're going to sue. And they complied for the most part because I mean who wants to get sued? Um, but then Taylor used that as a um, as a platform to continue to go out there and smear this guy's name who she considered a friend, which is even kind of more... That would make me more upset. Like, she considered him a friend. He sent her flowers. Like, why would you do that to your friend? And so initially, like, Kim Kardashian had had enough. She was just like, all right, whatever. She tweets out, you know, um, "If if you don't follow me on Snapchat, you might want to, and then goes on to release the video on Snapchat in, like, little pieces because Snapchat doesn't let you upload, you know, very long videos. And, like, it shut the internet down. Like, it was... The hashtag was Kim exposed Taylor Party, and I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty funny um and I was, it was even funnier to see her kind of trying to retreat and she starts you know tweeting at her fans and trying well, to seem like she's the good person
0: and mm-hmm. was part of it like I guess the whatever well the last straw use air quotations for that for Taylor <laughs> was the the video for famous um have you seen the video yeah it's just a bunch of naked um what it looks like almost wax statues of i thought it was i thought it was i thought they were wax
2: till they started breathing um
0: <laughs> were they breathing It did isn't like anybody was breathing if you if you watch the video long enough because the video goes
2: on a good like i swear it's like, like four or five minutes. minutes after the song oh well, yeah and <laughs> like you start to hear it like and that's when it got for a lot of people said they said that's when it got creepy i couldn't get that far because just the video itself is creepy. You start to hear people breathing and like, and stuff like that. Cause apparently they're sleeping and I'm it's right. just,
3: uh,
2: that was a weird video. I mean, if he was trying to get a gut reaction from people, it worked on me. <laughs>
0: I mean, it, it was based on a, a painting. I can't remember the artist's name, but it's based on a painting called sleep mm-hmm. and everyone was posed in the same way as the painting. Okay. Um, but instead of, you know, uh, just regular people or whoever the guy was painting, uh it used he used celebrities. This yeah. I felt like Kanye may have done a little too much here, but okay, <laughs> I understand he was trying to make a make a point about mm-hmm. about being a celebrity. That was his like yeah motif or theme or whatever for that particular video. So um and it was and everyone was connected in some way.
3: Yeah.
0: Like on his side, all right, he had Taylor Swift. And Chris Brown Mm -hmm. and Rihanna. And I think then it was like Donald Trump and Anna Wintour and George W. Bush. And Mm -hmm. then on Kim's side, it was Ray J. (laughs) We all know why (laughs) there's a depiction of Ray J in this video. Um, And then um, I know it was Caitlyn Jenner and Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. There was one other person, though. I can't remember who, but yeah. Now I have to look it up.
2: It was. I think. I don't. And I, I'm a little biased here. Really on both sides. I'm a. I'm a big fan of both. A, a huge fan of Kanye. Um, so you know, don't ask me if I thought the video was was wrong because I'm gonna be like, oh, no, nah, it's just
0: the other person was Amber Rose. Okay. And, and, and yeah, we I'm all gonna know say, why the only reason why she would be depicted in the video too.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say whatever he does. I'm. I'm okay with. I don't care. Like I'm not a. I'm not huge into the life of Pablo um I have been huge into his other releases but I had no issue with the video I I thought it was cool I mean it's he wants to express himself and Kanye's always been um he's always been one to express himself
0: I mean Man. um the artist is Vincent Desiderio I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right but it's based on his painting Sleep um and it was shown at the the forum um <laughs> Like, it was a movie event. Yeah. Uh So, was but. it
2: during a concert, or was it just
0: during... Uh No, it was just shown event? there like it was a movie.
2: Okay. I thought well, it was at a concert. People bought tickets. And I was just like, I couldn't imagine being there <laughs> and just being like, I didn't expect to see this. <laughs> I have my 10-year-old with me. Like I have my, <laughs> my 15-year-old sons here. I don't want them to see a bunch of
0: naked people. Wax figures. Yeah, wax figures just lying there and then he'll develop a a fetish
3: Mm
0: -hmm. um you know can't take him to the yankee candle store anymore anyway (laughs) so um i know there was some parts with the after taylor's lawyer sent the letter and everything and i think i think the 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 video kind of set this whole thing off Mm -hmm. and um actually like there they found some loopholes i think um like I've told you before, Chris Jenner is the puppet master. Mm-hmm. So she she may have told Kim, or some someone, some lawyer may have told Kim, yeah, you can, you can release these, like you can put on Snapchat and or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can release these. It is a, a law in California where you can't record a phone call without both, both parties cons- yeah, knowing both or consents. consenting. Mm-hmm. But what that law does not cover is people who overhear the conversation. Ah, interesting. So that includes the film crew. Mm-hmm. And I think Rick Rubin was in there. He may even chimed in yeah. in, in, the conversation. So that would let Taylor know this con- you're on speakerphone. Basically, basically. The people. Yeah. Other people are part of this conversation. <laughs> um, and the, the film crew, you know, it, it was, um, with them, with them filming it. It didn't, it, it's not, there's not a violation of, a Mm-mm. of anything privacy or anything like that. Um, what's interesting is that some people um, well more people are taking Kanye's side on this
2: yeah this is, this uh, is a smoking gun this is about as smoking gun as it gets I mean like you sat there and denied the whole time and you've made a career of playing the victim and then it backfired like somebody somebody got one over on you like and not really got one over on you but just like just somebody showed who you were like oh you really think that she's the victim here's some proof or as everyone's been saying, Kim had the receipts. Like, she <laughs> like she was just able to pull it out and just be like, yeah, actually,
0: no, you didn't. Stop acting like you're a victim. You're not. I think what's funny is that, uh, to use her own words, she called it character assassination. Like so she's high and mighty. <laughs> so
2: high and She thinks so highly of herself. Um, no, it was not character character assassination.
0: I shared this video on our on our Facebook page um where someone had a picture of um I mean it's it's a it's a this long note but there's a lot of interesting things in this note it says yes poor Taylor is a victim once again a victim of a character assassination a character assassination much like when she posted Joe Jonas's breakup voicemail on YouTube yeah um a character assassination much like she described the woman Joe Jonas dated after her Camilla Bell mm-hmm. as an actress She's better known for the things she does on the mattress. Yeah. Was that a lyric in one yeah. of her songs? Yeah.
2: I didn't know who was about it at the time. I didn't really care because I didn't like that song. But still, like, that's... Like, these are the sorts of things she does. And then she goes and cries, like, what was me. Like,
0: nah. Um, they brought up when she publicly dissed Harry Styles, I guess, while accepting mm-hmm. an award for a song she wrote about an ex. Possibly about him. I don't know what song that would have been. Yeah. Um she called up her friends to make a video dragging Katy Perry. It's an awful video too. And she humiliated Calvin Harris because she got mad after she he denied her involvement in a song that she didn't want anybody to know she co wrote mm-hmm. before cheating on him. Yeah. With Loki. <laughs> um so um yeah. Taylor can't be trusted.
2: Nah. Well, I mean, uh, Katy Perry did refer, refer to her as Regina George in Sheep's Clothing. Very apt. Mean Girls is one of my favorite movies. I thought that was hilarious. Um, so, yeah. So, maybe this will... Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'd hate to say that, like, maybe, hopefully, we've seen the last of Taylor Swift, but, like, that's pretty low. Like, <laughs> if my I friend,
0: think... We haven't seen the last of Taylor Swift, but um, I, just, I don't I think, think she'll... Well, now she probably still would be doing, she'll she'll fill the Georgia Dome or the new stadium Mm -hmm. uh, on tour and everything. But um, it's going to be, I don't know, she's going to have to like change. She's going to make some aggressive records
2: now, you know, like she can't make this like, they hurt me. She's got to make it like, I'm coming for you, Kanye
0: she's yeah. gotta make that record she, she, she started just start making diss tracks
2: yeah she, I mean she wants to work call with up rappers Joe she worked with Kendrick Lamar you know go ahead and call up she um she was in the commercial playing man. call up Drake call up Feature that was
0: that was that she got Kendrick Lamar to, to get some black fans oh yeah and Kendrick Lamar just took the money oh yeah it was probably a lot more than he would have gotten for a normal feature <laughs> <laughs> um he's like yeah man whatever um and he's probably disassociated himself with Taylor Swift. Yeah, anyway. I haven't heard them do anything since. <laughs> um, so, uh, is there anything else that... I, I don't know if any other news have come has come out about this. I
2: kind of stopped paying attention. Um, I mean, I would go on Reddit and kind of read some of the things her fans said. And they were the most conflicted people I'd seen in a very long time. And I, I thought that was hilarious. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. This is just some chick that can sing. I'm like, it's not like... <laughs> She's—it's not like she's coming to your house and uh, cooking you breakfast. You know, this isn't—this isn't your sister—that this is <laughs> happening to. This is just some chick who's worth a whole lot of money, who just got her pants pulled down in front of, you know, in front of the world, so to speak. So, I mean, it's just you know, like the hashtag "I Stand With Taylor." Man, that made me sick. I was like, "What? Why do y'all care?" Like, you bought her—just go buy her. You want to make her feel better? Go buy her records. Go download a song on iTunes. <laughs> like, that goes a whole lot longer. That goes a long way compared to like I stand with Taylor. Like, come on, man. All these people are rich ultimately. It was just funny. The hashtag Kim Expose Taylor Party on, on Twitter. Some of the funniest stuff I've seen in a long time. And then um I think it was hashtag shut up or no, hashtag go to bed Selena after Selena Gomez tried to come to her rescue. Um, Twitter hit her with that. It was it was funny. Like I I usually don't get on Twitter, but when I know that's happening, when something like that's happening, I get on Twitter. And there's, I, I'm never disappointed. <laughs> I'm never disappointed. If you've never done that, like whenever something big like that happens, get on Twitter. There's usually a hashtag, and it's usually some of the funniest stuff you've ever seen. It's it's hilarious. As a matter of fact, I even post a meme from it on um on the Facebook page because it's it's really funny.
0: All right, so um, yeah, I mean there there's nothing that she can do to like. Um, to like turn this around as far as like, make it not seem like it's her fault or that she didn't know anything or that she, she's not innocent in this. I don't know. Um, cause her fans, oh, you think she'll like try to make herself seem innocent.
2: I don't think, well, she can't really, I mean, I don't, I don't know if she's going, I don't know what she's going to do at this point. I mean, her fans are, are 50, 50. Um, I almost kind of compared this to my affection for R. Kelly. After the whole um <laughs> the uh peeing on the girl incident, like people are like, How can you still like R. Kelly? And it's like, well, I can understand I can like recognize that R. Kelly is a messed up individual to do this. But like his his songs are like really good. Like So it's just like I can separate so you, the two. You
0: are you are embodying that boondocks episode right now. Oh, I love that episode.
2: <laughs> I can understand. Like, yeah, that's pretty messed up that he did it, but like I'm not like out there like I wasn't crying on social media when people were talking about, like, R. Kelly's a bad person. I was just like, yeah, he is. But have you heard I Wish? (laughs) Like, have you heard When a Woman Loves? Like, these songs are really good. Have you
0: listened to 12 Play? Yeah. Did you you at least listen to it? When a woman's fed up. (laughs)
2: Like, like. (laughs) And so, like, that's just my thing. You know, it's just like I can separate. I can separate the two and just be like, yeah, someone's messed up but I still enjoy the music they put out and that's what her fans need to do. Just understand like, this is all, this is all, this is all for, for theater. Hell, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like, they planned this. They're like, all right, we're going to release the video. And now you're going to be the villain instead of Kanye. And Kanye's going to be the good guy. Cause I do, I do remember reading back then her and Kanye West had the same public, like published, like publicity, um, publicity agency. So like there was always the um, the thought that the whole thing was just staged. Like, hey, we got this chick. She's trying to cross over. Like she does country now. She's trying to break into pop. You're really big right now. What can we do? And he's like, I'll interrupt her and like be like, Beyonce is bigger than her, and people feel bad for her, and they'll buy her a record. I right, that'll work. And then, like, they were like, oh, let's just make a song where you talk about you had sex with her. And she's going to get mad saying you didn't talk. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, let's do that, man. Let's get that out there. And next thing you know, like, now people are like, like, when's the last time someone took Kanye's side? (laughs) Like, now everyone's like, Kanye was right. Man, leave Kanye alone. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's hashtag leave Kanye alone. Like, I mean, like, come on. Like, would you really be surprised if any of this was real? I mean, it's just a way to sell records. Life of Pablo just dropped. So, like... It kind of makes sense. Kind of coincides.
0: So it's just a big conspiracy.
2: He needed the publicity, man. He released it on title as a title exclusive, and nobody wants title. Like title <laughs> flopped. Jay Z out there. Jay Z was.
0: He's still getting checks though.
2: Like that All had right. to be the hardest thing in the world. To, like to push a bad product. <laughs> like that has to be really tough. Like if you're Jay Z, you're used to putting out quality for the most part, and then you're out there like you, you, you like. If you don't realize that title was bad, you had to be like blind, deaf, and dumb. So you know Jay Z understands. Like, man, I gotta push this product again, man. And our, we lost another CEO. Like, <laughs> so like you know, like that had to be tough. So yeah, I would be surprised if this is just like we gotta like we gotta sell records, man. We gotta make Kanye look good, man. What can we do? Hey, get that little skinny country singer to lie on. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's get that. I wouldn't be surprised. Then again, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I just it wouldn't shock me at all.
0: All right, um, I have nothing else to to add on it uh, i am I, was, I am actually still wondering if Tara's gonna try to spin this around again um to make it seem like that she didn't know or or find a way to to seem innocent and um i we I know it's going to fail, but I still think she's gonna try anyway um okay yeah, <laughs> so um we wanted to get to, I guess, before we get to this other topic, um, more lighthearted. And I think everyone can have fun with, unless you're like one of those weird music fans that is way into athletes that are rapping. Um, that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, but before we get to that, Ben, what is your earworm of the week? Ah, my earworm of the week.
2: And, uh, it was gonna be something else, but then midweek, um, I just I started for some reason becoming obsessed with this song. It might be because I heard Kid Rock do a cover of it at his uh, Trucker oh. Tour, or whatever. It's, well, it's not what you're thinking, and when I tell you what it is, you're gonna be shocked that Kid Rock covered it. it. Is, is,
0: okay, so it's not a song by Leonard Skinner.
2: No, okay. it's not a song by Leonard Skinner. That's where Kid Rock thinks he's in Leonard Skinner. Yeah, even from though he's hey, from you know he's Michigan, he's from Detroit. He's from he, Detroit. Yeah. And they're from Detroit. They're from Tallahassee, Florida. (laughs) Couldn't be further away. (laughs) Um, It is Outstanding by the Gap Band.
0: Oh, so a little old school.
2: Yeah, like I've just, I have a playlist um, that I call Funk E, and it's just like funk dash Y, and it's just, it's a bunch of old school funk, Um, got some Bootsy Collins on there. I've got, of course, some Gap Band, the Daz Band. I've got Cameo. Um, I think I've got like LTD. Um, Jeffrey Osborne used to be their singer. Yeah, like a whole lot of just a whole lot of funk on there. Um, and I gave it a lot of spins this week, so to speak. That's you know record talk for some of you who don't know. And um, okay. like I just started really listening to um, and, and truth be told, I didn't realize for the longest time that they were saying outstanding. I thought they were saying something like exciting or something. Um, I don't know, but like, I just, I, I clicked up, I clicked, I clicked play and like, I've probably listened to that song about 30 times, just playing it over and over again, just really listening to it. Um, I think Charlie Wilson played, uh, flugelhorn on it. It said, um, some really nice underneath synth on the verses. It's just a really cool song. And of course it's got the bongos. So, you know, it's probably inspired
0: Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to play the radio edit Outstanding by the Gat Band.
3: Girl, you got me up. Exciting. You make me want to show.
1: Here you look a sweet you now. You've get it every day.
4: I
3: love you right in a special way, girl. You like my father.
0: the Gap Band, from their album, I think it's is it either called Four or Gap Band Four. The Gap yeah. Band Four.
2: They yeah. the their albums like Led Zeppelin did. Yeah. <laughs> Van Halen.
0: Pretty much. So, um, in that case, uh, you feel fine with your parents about this podcast. Um, anyone who listens to um, music from the 70s and 80s, especially like the R&B from the 70s and 80s. Uh, I think I had a playlist for that too. Yeah, I'm i a like, starting one actually called uh, "Your Parents R and B," and not not like uh, like specifically the '80s, like and not like really the the pop stuff. Like, okay, a little more than Michael Jackson or mm-hmm. Prince or Whitney Houston. It'll be bands like the Gap Band or the Daz Band, yeah, or um, the SOS Band, yeah. <laughs> uh, Morris Day and the Time. Um, and it was really back when Evelyn champagne King, I heard her like her and Cheryl Pepsi Riley were always uh, either. One of them was doing some play in Atlanta or Augusta. It would be like a, well, they call them stage plays. I really (laughs) hate that term. (laughs) (laughs) What else is a play done on, but, um, they would do like, they're always doing like these, um, Christian based shows in Atlanta or Augusta. Um, it was always one of those two that was in it oh. and they hadn't had a hit on the radio in like 20 years, but you know, your parents still liked them and mm-hmm. they would go to, you know, they would go see that show possibly. Um, so yeah, 80s R and B another topic. Yeah. We I missed the to. fact too, that they, that was like, they played
2: instruments. Like it yeah. wasn't just a name, you know, the gap band, like the gap band played instruments, um, multiple instruments and they recorded their instruments and like, we've kind of lost the art of that when it comes to soul music nowadays. Like usually like R and B now is just like some dude that can sing like, and you know, that's cool. That's awesome. I like Frank Ocean. Um, but like, I don't know. Like I just like my favorite Frank Ocean song is sweet life. And that's because it has a more of a live musical instrumentation to it. And I really miss that in soul music. Um, that's why I liked when I was younger, people like Tony, Tony, Tony and mint condition, Cause like, and you can go back and read, like they actually laid down their instruments, like in reading, like reading the biographies of their albums and things like that. Like they're, they like, Oh yeah. For this track, we use this type of guitar and playing out of this type of amp. And I really wish like more, I wish more soul musicians, R and B musicians nowadays are, well, if we had R and B musicians, I wish more R and B artists would do that. Like, that would be really cool. Like I know that, um, for sweet life, Uh, by Frank Ocean. That was a Pharrell tune. He wrote it, and I wouldn't be surprised if he played most of the instruments on it. I haven't done that much research into it, but like, there's live drums on it. There's, um, live you know electric piano, like the whole thing, like the bass, just everything about it. And I miss that. And I like, I'm a huge advocate of trying to bring that stuff back.
0: Well, speaking of people who play their own instruments, (laughs) that was a I I don't know that how great of a segue that was, but um, what. The The topic with, you know, playing Shaquille O'Neal at the beginning, what kind of started the whole athlete playlist was, um, like my mom listens to a lot of contemporary jazz mm-hmm. and that's what I grew up listening to. And
2: she was a jazz musician too, right? Jazz, uh, singer. singer? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and what, uh, one CD I saw that she had and when I, when I was growing up, I collected basketball cards and, um, she had this CD and it had a have basketball motif for the whole thing. Like the CD was like, it was a, it was a basketball. Um, Wayman Tisdale, he played in the NBA um, for like 14, 15 years. College superstar at Oklahoma. But he was also a very good jazz bassist. And he came out with an album called Power Forward. It's his first album while he was still playing. Came out in ninety-five. And um it was it, it's a contemporary jazz album. He plays the bass. And um that kind of that was kind of the first athlete I was paying attention to that ended that ended up doing something outside of sports.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Shaq already had like two, three albums at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but um I didn't know anybody who had a Shaq album, um, but, uh, or Deion Sanders album either. So, um, this is like kind of the, uh, kind of started the list. Um, uh, yeah. This is, this is women, this is Circumstance by Women Tisdale from Power Forward. And, um, They said it kind of started this list of seeing what other athletes have gone had gone into music because I, it seemed like many athletes, if not all, want to be musicians. Yeah, and musicians want to be be athletes. Enter Master P, but yeah, 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 definitely. (laughs) um, On a smaller scale, Drake. I mean, Master P actually like you got a tryout, right? He he got to play in preseason games. Drake. Is he's trying to get con- recruited by Kentucky, even though he's almost thirty? Yeah, like, what does he think?
2: <laughs> like, I guess he doesn't need a scholarship, so he could just offer to walk on. I guess. <laughs> like.
0: Well, he might. He might be. He might be ineligible because he's taking. He's taking money. Ah, well, if little Romeo, you know, that was actually a, that's a totally different thing. Well, because he has <laughs> worked. Technically, he has worked for the Raptors. Yeah. Like he was in their
2: employ, so I don't know if that would, you know, automatically disqualify him because.
0: Maybe the final. I mean, if Lil Romeo could get a scholarship to USC.
2: On the back even, of the Yeah, Rogers even though you know. it was
0: only because DeMar DeRozan <laughs> was his friend. Um, it was. There was still. Uh, and what was funny about that, you know, like DeMar DeRozan played there for like one year, mm-hmm. and then he went to the NBA, and then USC dropped the yeah, scholarship. the scholarship. It just dropped him. And he shouldn't have. Been, I don't know if he good. even would have been. He only played like 15 minutes in two years or something like no, that. No, yeah, he
2: wasn't very good. Even in high school, he wasn't very good.
0: Everyone. Knew. Yeah, he averaged like nine points a game in high school.
2: Yeah, everyone knew that was the only reason why. Um, so I mean, it's almost kind of like a lesson. Like,
0: get a friend that's really good at something and just ride their coattails. At that, but you know, I don't, I don't blame him because that was, that was a, that was a clutch business decision. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, but, look, who we learned it from. He's <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, Roman, we want to get we want to get DeMar DeRozan. We know you're his friend. You know, you know, uh can you convince us? Can you can you convince him to come to USC? Under one condition. <laughs> <laughs> um So, yeah. Um So check out check out Raymond Tisdale's album Power Forward. He's got he's got a couple more um that he made before he uh he passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, that was kind of my introduction of seeing an athlete do other things. Um, But then you get, um, as mentioned before, uh, well, as played before, Outstanding by the Gap Band, you get uh, samplings of Outstanding by the Gap Band. (laughs) Shaquille O'Neal. One of the most dominant
2: players, if not the most dominant player um, in basketball. And in the booth. And in the booth, yes. (laughs) And in the booth. His um, bars were dominant.
0: <laughs> with this song, uh, I know the video premiered on Fox after an episode of The Living Color.
2: Really? I remember they, I remember them doing that back in the 90s, back when music videos were still a big thing. There with were events, you know Remember events. the Time in Black or White by yeah. uh, Michael Jackson. I didn't know they did that with a Shaq video, though. He truly was bigger than life at that yeah. time.
0: Wow. I think that he he did i it, it's good that he kind of like stopped rapping mm-hmm. you know okay even though there's that infamous kobe freestyle <laughs> that came out in 2008 i love that but, oh man i love that but um it, it was kind of good that he kind of stopped he was doing a whole lot like when he was in orlando he was okay he's playing basketball but he's also rapping he's also in movies mm-hmm. He's doing all these commercials. He was everywhere. Stretching himself very thin there. For, like, a four-year period. When he got to L.A., I don't think he was... I don't think he... Came, I think all his albums came out while he was playing for Orlando. hmm Maybe one when he came to the Lakers. And he probably only did, like, one or two movies. And he played, like, eight years with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. over Over that
2: whole time. I'm trying to think, did he do... He didn't do anything after... Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, he that- made... Like, he was in... Well, I think it's after he retired. He was in Grown Ups too. Oh. Well, but before mm, that, the last movie I remember him in was Scary Movie Five yeah, or he had, Four, had and it cameo and a
2: cameo in Good Burger. <laughs> yeah, and that was about the extent, really. I can think of
0: before um, that. <clears throat> yeah, when he yeah when he came to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he may have done Steel.
2: Oh, what year did Steel come out? Okay, no, with um, with Ray J and um, man, that was man dc has come a long way man like <laughs> i was just watching the um the release of the um the teaser trailer for the justice league and wonder woman and like now saying that like still they've they, they they came a long way like that was a really bad movie i mean like i couldn't imagine them doing that today with like lebron james making like you know like the green lantern With LeBron James. Well, he's not,
0: he's not, LeBron's not going to play a superhero, but he is going to be in Space Jam 2, which I believe has already started filming. That's why I, um, I say I work, I I work for uh, a radio station and help produce a couple of shows. And I was talking to the host, the one of the hosts of this, um, of one of the sports shows on there. And like, we all had different reasons why it's a conspiracy that Cleveland won the championship. (laughs) I felt like, okay, the NBA can't have LeBron losing three finals in a row. Um, and then one of the, one of the hosts, he said, um, well, he can't lose and then go film space jam too. <laughs> <laughs> they want, they're going to want a winner. Yeah. try to recast it with Steph Curry or something. oh god
3: <laughs>
2: Yeah. It was 97 is 97. The year okay. He did it. And so yeah, he was a Laker. He was a Laker at that point.
3: Huh? Uh, still.
0: And, uh, well, yeah. Also, in that same conversation, I I told them it ha- it was like a week before it happened. I promise you, a week before it happened, I said if it is a conspiracy, Golden State traded not winning the championship, and they're going to get Kevin Durant. Their prize for losing is going to be Kevin Durant. And you predicted I that a predicted week before it. A week before it happened. Wow, it's um, a little uncanny there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, the Warriors made a they made a business decision. Sold their souls to get Kevin Durant. Um, So, uh, as I said, there was a list um, that I made of athletes that have gone into music. Now, it's not just rap or jazz. Well, actually, like, um, Wayman Tisdale might be the only jazz artist (laughs) on the list. (laughs) Uh, A lot of rappers, I I named the rappers that are on this list Um, Ron Artest. He had a a song on one of the NBA NBA 2K 2K games. games. Yeah um, called champions. That's the one up on the list. Uh, Dwight Howard made one. <laughs> really? You're the Atlanta Hawks, Dwight Howard. he was still with Orlando at the time, oh, but boy. it was basically like remixes of rap songs. Oh, I did. Okay. I've heard that. I have heard that. And, um, it was basically, for, it was an album for kids. Uh, John Cena, you know, some people may not count wrestling as a sport, but <laughs> if John Cena hosts the S piece, then wrestling is a sport to somebody out there. Um, you know what? Let me play this because it, I would I would be remiss if we didn't play uh, this other athlete rapper classic. Oh boy! <laughs> wait. You know what? Hold up. Wait a Hold up. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You know this wasn't Dion's first foray into music. Um, I found this video on iTunes and. uh, Oh, still playing. Hold it's hard.
2: On. It's hard to be. It's hard to be mad at Dion. Um, and I guess full disclosure. You know, we film. We we uh, record this show in Atlanta. And um, I mean, like Dion, the Georgia Dome is typically referred to as the house that Dion built. Like his stellar play and stardom, got us that. You know, the Georgia Dome. So it's kind of hard to because he 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 played for the Falcons. I think he played for the Braves at one point. Like he was just he was all around good player. So you know what. The music might be bad, but I, I can't hold any ill will towards Deion Sanders. He did a lot for us.
0: What you're hearing right now, like I said, this wasn't Deion's first foray into music. Let's go back to 1988. And um, Florida State Seminoles, he went and played college football at Florida State. So they made their own rap song that they're going to win the national championship. They came in preseason ranked number one. For people who've seen uh, the 30 for 30, the U, about the University of Miami, mm-hmm. they played a little bit of that, and they made some jokes. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's really bad. Um, um, you know what? I don't know where Dion's verse is on that. It's toward the end, but I can't remember. So this was basically their version of the Super Bowl Shuffle. Right. Yeah. I, I felt like the same guys wrote it. The same guys who wrote <laughs> Super Bowl Shuffle. Um, you know, let's play Super Bowl Shuffle real quick. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Now, sorry to hear about the Super Bowl Shuffle is they they already recorded the song. Mm-hmm. They filmed the video. Like, the Bears went 15-1 and that season. Yeah. They filmed the video after they lost to the Dolphins that year. Mm-hmm. They filmed the video, like, that week, the next week. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I watched the whole thing before I recorded it is so bad. It's, no, it's, but it's, but, it, but it, like this is when rap was still kind of a new thing. Mm-hmm. People thought it was a fad and everything. So you know, you don't don't expect bars. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean,
2: like the, this song, this song reeks of its time era, and that I don't mean reeks in a bad way, but like it's like painfully eighties. Yeah. Like when you listen to it, it's, it's painfully like it just sounds like. Like, the beat sounds like something that you would find in, like, one of those old 80s documentaries. Like, that's what it sounds like to me. Um, yeah. Like, it's just if, if someone were to be, like, you know, quintessential 80s, you know, pop rap beat. Like, it's something like this. Like, either this or maybe something by Run DMC when they were really popular. But, like, sometimes you can tell. Run DMC is timeless. Um, this not so much. Like, this doesn't hold up as well.
0: <laughs> um... So yeah, zero shuffle. It was actually a hit, right? Yeah, I think I think it was. I do believe it was a hit. And the video that I saw on YouTube, it was the whole, um, it was the video. But it was like, for you know, for for you kids out there that may not fathom this, how you could you know you could buy a vi- you can buy a video on iTunes, a mm-hmm. music video. Music videos were also sold in stores. I did that. I did not know. They were sold at stores. Um, and this is this was probably on VHS and probably later Laserdisc, which reminds me um, another topic we can get into on a on an episode sometime down the line is like the technology that was used. <laughs> um, I remember uh, a friend of my mom's, she um, I had never seen one before or since she had a Laserdisc player now for people who're not familiar with a laser disc imagine a cd or dvd times 5 yeah, they were huge it was like a or like a a, a vinyl record but it's a cd it, but it's the size of a vinyl record and um she had silence of the lambs on laser disc i remember <laughs> watching that uh but what was I, the quality like it was actually very good like it was like it was dvd quality okay but <laughs> that just wasn't gonna work, no <laughs> in the long run. But what she also had was MC Hammer's uh was I think it was too legit to quit the video. Because mm-hmm. it was like I don't know, it's like a eight to twelve minute video yeah. when he me meets James Brown oh, and yeah, gets the yeah. powers and then you see the Oakland A's mm-hmm. in it and some other artists, Millie Vanilli was in it. Yeah. <laughs> so the too legit to quit video single, okay. on laserdisc, hmm. but <laughs> all, and,
2: and it's funny though now that you mentioned it and thinking back, I did have on VHS. It was around the time that History by Michael Jackson came out. They released all of his videos up until Scream on VHS. It was like the complete collection, and I bought that because I was obsessed, um, especially with Scream, one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. But I, I remember having that when I was younger. Um, that was I. I played that tape till it
0: broke. I'm sure. <laughs> um, Thank God for YouTube. <laughs> uh, so, so, we're talking about like athletes rapping. Um, do you remember a basketball player by the name of Dana Barros? I remember the name. Hold on. What What did he do? Did he rap? There was an album that came out in 1994 called "B Ball's Best Kept Secrets." Mm-hmm. Best Kept Secret, and it was a few NBA players that they could legitimately rap or somebody thought they could. <laughs> so Dana Barrows for you basketball fans out there, um, played in the NBA for a long time and he played for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I think he is from Boston. Um, he also played for the Sixers where he made an all-star team one time. <laughs> and, um, I think he also played for, for the Sixers, the Celtics, um, Maybe Seattle. I'm not I'm not exactly sure. But Dana Barrows, he um I'm gonna play this song. He has a song called Check It. God. Uh, remember when people said that in their rap songs? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, this um, sounds like a, it. Sounds like, a, like a- <laughs> um, <laughs> And one of the verses, he just started referencing, like, it seemed like he was just referencing all his favorite rappers. <laughs> hmm. It's like Pete Rock and Smooth and <laughs> Grand Pooba and Method Man and Red Man. Oh, Wu Tang. Oh, he referenced Wu Tang. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Dana Barrows, former NBA player. So uh, this, al- this also includes, the album also includes. Um, current NBA head coach uh, Jason Kidd. What did Jason Kidd do? <laughs> uh, he had a song called uh, "It was called What the Kid Did." So, did any of these guys sing, or did everyone just rap on this on that album? He everyone rapped.
2: Okay, because uh, I want to all- find some. I want to find some NBA players that can actually like just like straight up sing. Because for a while, I'd heard that Victor Oladipo could really sing, and then I heard him. And I found out that wasn't true. Like, Victor Lee, he's not a bad singer. He's okay. Yeah, but he's not, like, good enough to be like, oh, he's a great singer.
0: The only one I found where, of NBA players that were actually singing Mm -hmm. was, uh, do you remember Walter McCarty? Yes. Okay, Walter McCarty used to play for the Celtics and the Knicks. Went to Kentucky. Uh, I heard he could really sing. Yeah, he has an album. It's on Spotify. Oh, hold on. I still had iTunes going on. Okay. This is is a song called Loveaholic that he did with Ace Hood. Oh
1: yeah, what it do.
3: Uh Not bad This is not bad
2: Parts of him sound He kind of sounds like Joe sometimes
3: Yeah
2: Okay Okay I Would actually listen to this.
0: Nice. So that's Loveaholic by Walter McCarty on his album Unbreakable. Um, and he's actually like, uh, Well, he got to use his talents for NBA purposes. He sang the national anthem, uh, prior to all-star Saturday night at the 2006 all-star game. Mm-hmm. And he is currently an assistant coach for the Boston Celtics. So if you're listening in Boston, um, tell Walter McCarty that, uh, uh, that you checked out his album. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he was also when he got game. <laughs> he wasn't, he got game. Yeah. So he has acted a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it it's okay. This isn't just with NBA players that got into music. Um, there are also some football players, um, soccer players, boxers. I'm, you know, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play Roy Jones Jr. No. <laughs> no. I'm not going to do it. But y'all know Roy Jones Jr. Um, he probably fancies himself to actually be a rapper. He's a boxer slash rapper, you know. Um, I, I don't know why he's not sticking to rapping, uh, because he's still fighting, and <laughs> he is getting beat, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. Um, you know he should have he should have stuck to stick, stick to rapping or go back to it or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, one okay, I would also be remiss if I didn't play this. Um, hold on a second, is it playing still? Okay, so. Um, I I had to play this and I didn't, I didn't remember this part, but, um, this was like one of the, this was the curve of the century at the very beginning of the song, the curve of the century. All right. So, um, y'all, y'all, you will know who it is as soon as you hear it. So I'm just going to play it.
1: Said, I love you. Not like, I love you, Kobe, like a fan, but like, for real, like, baby, marry me, I
0: love
1: you. How many? <Just> silly. <laughs> once again, once again.
0: He just totally ignored Tyra Banks. He just totally ignored it and just uh, totally He just totally ignored it and just totally pushed that question aside. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey,
0: you know, he's. We don't mean to do this, but we want our listeners to suffer a little bit, just a little bit. If it wasn't
2: art. that he was one of the greatest basketball players of all time, um, he'd be broke
0: because <laughs> he ain't making money on this. I was wondering, like, when he when he tore his Achilles a couple years ago, it was like, oh, he's going back to. Get back the studio. He's getting back in the studio. He got to go back to the studio, Kobe. Your fans have been waiting. Oh. There are Kobe fans out there, are there really? who felt he has done no wrong on the basketball court oh, and yeah. feel he can do no wrong in life. If you don't have his album, you're not a real Kobe fan.
2: <laughs> are there really. Hold on. So are there really fans that, like, people like, oh man, like, that Kobe album was hot? Like, are there people who, like, really. I don't, I don't know.
0: I, I, I think there are. Oh, man. They're probably all in China, because Kobe's like uh, a god yeah, yeah, in China. There. So, maybe they have his album. I feel like in Asia and Europe, they like all the stuff America doesn't like. <laughs> and anything that we like a little, they just...
2: I do like the fact, though, that basketball is so big over there. I, I like the fact that basketball is just an international sport, period. So, that makes me happy, but no Kobe, no.
3: no.
0: So, uh, that was Kobe Bryant's K-O-B-E featured Tyra Banks even though he curved the hell out of her <laughs> <laughs> um so um like I said there are there are other um actually you know what I'm just gonna we're just gonna fast forward it fast forward through this song and I wanna find his verse he did a verse on Destiny's Child Destiny Destiny's Child Say My Name Dog child I don't know where the verse is, so we're going we're gonna to skip but through it and try verse? to find it. Kobe Bryant, what in a, re- in a remix? <laughs> in in on this song that's playing right now. No, we're going to fast forward and try to find it.
3: I heard it. I heard it. We're getting ready for <laughs> this.
1: Questioning me like I'm a criminal or something. Stole your heart or something, like I'm oh, up to something. Mm-hmm. I want some great girlfriends, gossiping, the shit hate on Kobe cause he ain't with them. Feel <laughs> me now, listen how silly you sound suspecting a voice in the background. Trust is foul, checking messages down. How old are we now? Probably hate me now, like not Thomas. I'm just keeping it real with you, honest. My silence, forgive. I was stressed today. I was shouting with my ex for Launcher Ray for my newfound love. That would be you. No shame, your name. I say what I want. Nah, nah. I was cringing the whole
0: time. I don't mm. you don't like them Kobe bars, man. No.
2: No. <laughs> Oh, man. He might score 81, but <laughs> <laughs> he ain't, nah. But hey, you know, good on you, Kobe, for trying and expressing yourself and understanding that you're really good at one thing and you have a lot of money and that affords you the ability to do whatever you want. Because, I mean, let's be real. Like, if I was really good at something and, like, I always wanted to be something else, I'm going to try it, even if I suck. doesn't matter. <laughs> Like, I'm good at this one thing. So, like, even if I suck at rapping, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to score 81 in Toronto. <laughs> like, that's what I'm going to do. Or I'm going to score 60, you know, the, my, my last game of my career. Like, you just you just go back to that, you know. And that's why that 81-point game was scored. Because, you know, people were like, Kobe, man, you suck at rapping. And he was like, I'll show you. <laughs> like, that's not even my real job.
0: <laughs> um, Well, also, like I said, I didn't, I didn't want it to just be um, – NBA players who are rapping. Uh, baseball players tend to do uh, rock music. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, they all love Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers uh, and Bob Dylan. Really?
2: <laughs> i would seen some um, of the people i would seen did metal. Like I know um, Mike Piazza's song on a Black Label Society song. Um, Jack McDowell, for the people who... Remember him way back in the day, relief pitcher for the Chicago White Sox, I believe. He had He's a starting re- pitcher. He was starting pitcher too. Okay. I think.
0: I think his band was called. Because I, I put a song by Tripping Icarus on the list, mm-hmm. and I think that was his band. Yeah. Um. I remember it yeah. being covered in a magazine I was reading
2: when I was younger. Um. Because I liked. I wanted to be a pitcher when I was younger, and so I like Jack
0: McDowell. Um. Former. Wait. Did he play? Did Nick Swisher ever play for the Braves?
2: I don't think so. I feel like he
0: did. I know he like on the Yankees, and he plays for somebody else now. But Nick Swisher um, came out with an album. Oh, he did. He I, did play for the Braves. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, like I said, like I feel like all baseball players like Tom Petty. <laughs> so on his album, oh, not digging that guitar tone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> And this is another thing with, with, with Tom Petty like I know he's from I'm f- fairly certain he's from Florida Tom Petty does, he was Tom Petty was more aligned with Bob Dylan yeah. so he didn't sound country but everyone who likes to sing Tom Petty sings it like they're country and I'm just like I don't think that, I mean like yeah you know yeah he's from Gainesville interpret it how you want but like I think that's just so ironic that like anytime I hear someone covering Tom Petty they're singing it like very country and sometimes they even playing it in a country style and i'm just like he's he was folk rock he wasn't like you know he wasn't tim mcgraw <laughs> he wasn't you know he was more he, he was more um bob dylan and bruce springsteen than he was hank williams jr you know like he wasn't i don't know that's just weird to me i mean he, he's got a pretty he's got a pretty decent voice where's where's nick swisher from let's see here this looks like he played for the indians too
0: He's from Ohio. He's from Columbus, Ohio. Why why are you singing like this? (laughs) But the album that he made, uh, Believe, it came out in 2011. It was uh, a cover album of classic rock songs. Mm -hmm. And the proceeds from the sales went to his foundation for children with health issues. So it was all for a good cause. Yeah. So there is that. It's not just, you know, so you can be famous on two levels. (laughs) Um so, yeah. Um, Brandon Williams and Barry Zito were on there, too.
2: Oh what, what well, yeah, know? he
0: had he had some friends, some star power. <laughs> now, one who I felt that, man, this was this was such a it was a money grab. Like, he felt he could do everything. Um, I don't know if you've heard this. I'm going to play it um, and you, you can guess about who it is.
2: This is from the '80s. Yeah, it sounded it sounds. It reminded me of the bassline um, from that Stevie Wonder song. Uh, I have no clue. No clue at all. Uh-uh. I'm probably gonna kick myself
0: when you tell me. <laughs> you might not. You probably didn't even know he even tried to do music. That is Olympian. Carl Lewis. Shut up. (laughs) Carl Lewis. Ooh. Now, as far as Carl Lewis singing, a lot of people probably know him more for uh, butchering the national anthem. (laughs) That was over 20 years ago, but Uh, even if you're under the age of 20, you have at least gotten a look at it. Someone sent that to you, (laughs) sent that YouTube link to you. (laughs) But, um, yeah and the video for this was very weird he well yeah it was the 80s but he Mm -hmm. was like glistening and um, you know some people thought that he played for the other team maybe Mm -hmm. Uh, and like okay in the 80s you know if you you got girls in the videos and stuff that's fine but like it was all like old ladies Mm -hmm. and they all went to a locker room together him and these old ladies (laughs) It it got really weird. Yeah. They're sharing a hot tub together and nah. it, it like, okay.
2: <laughs> Master Blast is the song I'm thinking of that it sounds oh, like Oh
0: yeah, yeah. It sounds very similar. Um So uh Carl Lewis soon after this went back to winning gold medals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so uh Yeah, like is there are there any like I mean I'll let you know if, if it's on my list here or if it's on Spotify at all, but as far as like, is there any song that you like by a, it was a professional athlete. They made a song I'm like, Oh, that's a good song.
2: Not really. I mean, <laughs> uh, I do. Um, and after you played it, I did remember hearing that version of, um, Tom Petty's, um, won't back down. And I, I didn't even, I love that song. I didn't like his version. I mean, for the most part, I mean like the closest might be, must be the money just cause it was so cheesy and so campy. Um, I mean, I don't know how serious Deion Sanders was being when he made it, but like, that might be the closest I have come to actually really liking something that, um, uh, that, a uh, um, that an artist or, or an athlete has done. Um, the one that sticks out the most of me was Biological Didn't Bother <laughs> by, uh, by Shaq. But like, yeah, for the most part, like, I just, I, I could take or leave a lot of the stuff that these, a lot of these, um, these athletes do, um. I don't know. I I'm curious to hear and I guess kind of on a modern note what Damien Lillard does. Cuz he's becoming very to to known. That. He's becoming very known for being a rapper. I wasn't really impressed by what he did in that video in that um commercial, the Allstate commercial. Oh no. Which I mean he was just of course, you know, hamming it up for the commercial, but like okay, I'll
0: I'll I'll play this. He was on uh What's the name of the show? Sway in the Morning. Okay. He was on that and if you're a rapper and you're on Sway in the Morning, you, you have to freestyle. Mm-hmm. So let's see if it will. Yeah, here we go.
1: me being the chosen one was like a blessing interception city known for homicide majority depression grinding in the gym so i could live through the recession real goons show me love because they could feel how i'm connected background of a street dude mind of a scholar just to pop our collar man we climbing for the dollar i mean it when i say it bro we started from the bottom childhood friends dropping like leaves in this autumn don't believe time is money money is time when you focus man you look up and your money is fine i'm from a city where your friend will put a gun in your mind because you eating and they envy all that glory and shine i swear to god it gets realer a this city is good. full of killers addicts walking around looking like the zombies off a thriller it's sick and getting iller that's why my skin thicken now you see why brothers want to get away grab a snicker my mission took me to college where i picked up the knowledge and tried mm-hmm. to stay away from violence inside escape the virus divided my folks from tyrants but i rise from that environment in my life it was perfect timing my drive blew me up a time and I'm sick of these suckers all in my bubble, though. Critiquing me on stuff I had to struggle for. Mm. This dream done been a long time coming and my clock was for his Gump and spent a long time running. Nice. I like that. Oh. I, okay, yeah, that was pretty
2: good. This is better than some. I would heard something else that he did that was written that I was just like, uh, he seems average. But that was maybe he's just a better freestyle than he's right But that was very good. Yeah, I was actually pretty impressed by that.
0: Um, he is a uh, he is Dane Dallow that is his rap name, um, and well on Spotify he has a couple of songs but he's probably got an album coming out uh, at some point. I feel like he's not necessarily in like he's from Oakland, mm-hmm. but he went to college at Weber State, which yeah. is in Utah, <laughs> and he plays for Portland, so he's in very soft cities. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not really in like hotbeds of of hip hop, but. Um, he's still uh, he's still sticking with it. So um, hopefully we'll hear something from him soon. Um, just like, but hopefully it's not like when Allen Iverson tried to rap and David Stern shut his album down. I don't think Adam Silver would do that. Adam, would Adam Silver shut down? Uh, well, I don't know. You never know. I mean, maybe... I don't know, it, I mean, if it's like that, maybe it's not so bad, it's not so, like, because with Alan Iverson, he, well, for people who haven't heard it, let me just play what, this is, this was the first single, or the first song that people heard, it was, like, leaked on the internet, in the early days of internet leaks, it's, uh, it's vulgar, to say the least. Mm.
1: My slang banging, you need it Man enough to pull a gun Be man enough to speak Damn you don't believe it Anything to do with millions a big be with Hats off to the hardcore niggas Fuck the rest My guess y'all useless Just talk to Never mistake me for a You got the wrong guy Nigga I'm CT Get murdered in a second In first degree Come to me with faggot
2: tendencies You be sleeping Okay yeah I can see why <laughs> David Stern Didn't want that out Yeah The same reason he started Making them wear suits Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> That is on Spotify, guys. So search Allen Iverson. It's called Jewel's Time. Uh, it was also known as Forty Bars. Mm. Um, but yeah, David Stern probably listened to as much as we just. It yeah, was just like, like, nope, uh-uh. <laughs> nope. You need to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> um, one and another another song I found I didn't know like he he made an album, but he at the time he was going by, Cassius Clay. But Muhammad Ali.
2: Well, he came up in my search for um, musical athletes, and I had never heard that either. Um, I didn't get a chance to look into it, but I, I, was, I was like, I, "Rap wasn't a thing back then, so we knew it wasn't rap <laughs> When the night has come, Ooh. and the land is dark. Well, they didn't have Pro Tools back then, so you <laughs> mm-hmm. couldn't or sing, or, or, uh-uh, or none like of that. That's something I would love to talk about one day, too. Like, the difference between older music and newer music. And back then, you couldn't overproduce it. And you really hear that that Louisville coming out at them. (laughs) As long as you stand. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... Yeah, kids. Um, Back before auto-tune and before you could um, throw a ton of compression on there to bring the volumes and the levels up all equal and stuff. Um, You just had a dude singing on a tape. Like, that's what it was. Um, it was rough, man. Like, if you couldn't sing back then, there was nothing to hide you. Like, there was... uh, Like, people don't realize. Not to say that people can't sing nowadays, but, man, like, y'all don't realize, man. Like, back then, like, if you couldn't sing, like, there was literally nowhere for you to hide. They couldn't be like, oh, we'll
0: fix it in post. Nah. <laughs> Take two. Like... <laughs> They just went and got someone else. Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, in some cases in the, uh, late eighties, early nineties, they would, those techno groups would get, well, they would have a voice, Mm -hmm. but then when they went out and made their video or they went on tour, they had another person (laughs) (laughs) lip syncing. Um, another topic we can talk about later. Um, but, um, on the athletes list also includes, uh, I think we already mentioned Manny Pacquiao, Mm -hmm. uh, John Daly, the golfer,
3: Hmm.
0: uh, Iman Shumpert. Uh, I watched one of his, he had on YouTube, he has his own channel and he has a couple of videos. One was called his, the most recent one he made, it was like a parody of grand theft auto interesting (laughs) to where he's like, (laughs) it started off to where he's standing in his closet and you know how, like when, if you're given the character clothes, they're just kind of moving side to side. Yeah. And when you, when you pick a certain article of clothing, it just Mm -hmm. like pops on them. Oh, (laughs) so it looked like a video game, but, um, maybe I guess because no one's really paying attention to it or were desensitized to it. Like it had like him, um, you know how, like, how you steal a car and mm-hmm. grab <laughs> that auto yeah. he like stole a car like that and then shot the dude oh god yeah huh
2: has adam silver seen this
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know um maybe lebron saw it and that's why iman Schumberg hadn't been playing much this past <laughs> season he got a championship though yeah um so there's that uh man now i gotta keep track of all the songs we've played so far so we can so I can put them in the description but um yeah um so you said there are no songs by an athlete that you've actually liked
2: no not like any that I put on repeat <laughs> um do you have any that you liked
0: no, yeah. not, not really. I mean, Wayman Tisdale, I grew up listening to yeah. that kind that genre of music. So I didn't mind Wayman Tisdale, mm-hmm. I probably but not, just like with like any contemporary jazz, it's more like background mm-hmm. music. If you're studying or cleaning the house or whatever, you yeah. know, it's, it's that kind of music. So I don't mm-hmm. mind that, but some of this other stuff, um, I don't know. It'd just be hard to get into. Um, yeah, I'm going to
2: check out the Wayman Tisdale album because out of all of them, that's probably something I would like. <laughs> Um, to actually listen to, you know, some musicians, um, as a closet jazz fan. And I don't, I don't mean it like, as in like jazz is bad, but like, doesn't get a lot of love. I think jazz sometimes goes over people's heads and that's okay.
0: Um, yeah. So, um, uh, we're winding down towards the end of the show. So when you get to my earworm, of yeah, I was the going ask what's yours this week. My Earworm of the Week. Uh, I, I probably sent you this song. I don't know if you had listened to it. Um, did it you listened to me via Spotify? Yeah. I th-
2: think I did, or I couldn't at the time. Like I saw the message. I was like, what's this? But I wasn't in a place where I could listen to it.
0: Okay, that's fine. Um, there's this artist named James T.W., and he did a cover of Torn. I did listen to that. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did listen to that. I loved it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I've been playing this a lot. Um, it's uh It wasn't the well when I saw like a picture of him, I was like, okay, this is probably an acoustic guitar. It's yeah, probably
2: that's what I It's probably initially. not
0: that great, but it was on my. Um, I subscribed to the alternative R and B playlist on Spotify. Spotify a Spotify good playlist and it was on there and um yeah so i started listening to it i think it's i think it's really good and um once i get back to it we're gonna play it so this is torn made famous by natalie and brulia but she is not the original artist um who is the original artist (laughs) they're from i believe they're from australia as well
2: um because I remember them being on the *Drawbreaker* soundtrack, doing a cover of a, of a Police song next to you, um, which was actually very good. Um, I didn't know at the time it was a cover, and then I realized it was after seeing Sting perform it live,
0: um, I realized it was a cover. Edna Swap.
2: Edna Swap, yes, yes. Is the name of
0: the band who wrote the song, Torn. And it's quite different, too, if you yeah. ever get a chance to hear it. But Natalie and brulia made it famous. And uh, James T.W. has taken it somewhere else. So I'm going to play that torn as done by James T.W.
4: Show me what it was to cry But well, you couldn't be that girl I adored Don't seem to know, seem to care What your heart is for But I don't know her anymore There's nothing where she used to lie The conversation has run dry That's what's going on Nothing's fine, I'm torn This is how I feel. a cold and I'm shaking. Lie naked on the floor. Illusions never change into something real. I'm wide awake and I can see the perfect sky is torn. You're a little late. I'm already. the fortune tellers right Should have seen just what was there And not some holy light Crawled beneath my veins And now I don't care I had no luck I don't miss it all that much There's just so many things That I can touch I'm torn I'm all out of faith This is how I feel I'm cold To something real I'm right wide awake and I can see The perfect sky is torn You're a little late I'm already torn There's nothing where She used to lie My inspiration has run dry That's what's going on Nothing's right, I'm torn I'm all out of faith This is how I feel, I'm cold and I am shamed, lying naked on the floor, illusions never changed into something real, I'm wide awake and I can see the perfect sky is torn, I'm all out of faith, this is how I feel. I'm
0: already torn. I'm already torn. All right, that's James T. W., his cover of Torn. And he's got a, um... He has a, an EP out called First Impressions. So, it's also on Spotify. You guys want to check that out. It came out in April.
3: Are there
2: a lot of covers on it, or is it all original stuff? Uh, I think it's all original stuff, except for that one. That one, okay. I need to check it out then.
0: Um, so yeah. Um... So we talked about athletes trying to get in the booth. Um, <laughs> uh, and, um, oh, yeah, I was telling you, like, Jason Kidd was on that that album, mm-hmm. that rap album. Uh, Brian Shaw is on there. Mm. Dennis Scott. <laughs> Dennis Scott looks too lame to rap. Like, he looks too... I feel like because of what I've seen on NBA TV, Shaq wrote his lyrics. Oh, you That's think what so? I believe. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, was this released back when they were on The Magic Together? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Then he probably <laughs> was writing. Um and Cedric Sabalas was on there. Okay. <laughs> and his song his, I think he was he he has a video too. Like oh. Dana Barrels, he has a video for his song that we played earlier. Cedric Sabalas has one too. And I think like it became a single or there was a video to be made because Warren G produced the song. That's, hmm. that's all I got from it. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that's, that's all there is to talk about. I mean, it, it's funny where athletes try to do other things, you know, mm-hmm. um, maybe, maybe somewhere down the line. Cause I also have a place not just with athletes singing, but actors, who sing. Oh, I would to. love to cover. I'd love to do that. Um and it's not just like okay, if they do if they're in musical theater, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone that Hugh Jackman you don't count. even like yeah, Hugh Jackman would not count. Or um for my musical theater geeks out there, Audra McDonald would not count. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't count either. Um I would definitely throw Robert Downey Jr in there who Rob Johnny D, he he surprised me that he had an album. Um uh Seth MacFarlane. I could see is, that. is yeah. actually a, a pretty good singer. You know what? I think I deleted those playlists, but it's we I can go back and and, and make one <laughs> make and, and remake those. Um but uh yeah, actors like that. Um also like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow will be on there, uh, mm-hmm. which he um what was the name of that movie? Duets. Duets. I think her. I think her singing was, was heavily auto-tuned, because she are
2: are heavily compressed. Because she has a very weak voice. She has like a, um, and don't you know? Don't don't shoot me for this one. She has like a, a voice not too different from like an Aaliyah or Jennifer Lopez, or like a um like a Ciara or a Cassie. Aaliyah being the best singer out of those, but just like kind of a a lower volume voice, not a lot of projection, not a lot of power. It can still be a pretty voice, but just like when you go in the studio, like you really got to bump their levels up and you got to throw a compression on there to really make it to even it out and just make it sound louder. And that's the impression that I got from Gwyneth Paltrow. She's not a bad singer. She just ain't got no power behind her voice. I don't know
0: why that made me think of um, for people who ever watched the movie Troop Beverly Hills or the ABC movie. I think it was called Camp Cucamonga.
2: Oh, God. That's a throwback.
0: <laughs> Camp Cucamonga had like all those all those like TGIF shows from the nineties, mm-hmm. like Family Matters and Full House and Wonder Years. All the kids were in that. They were in that movie. It had Jaleel White. Yeah. It had Candace uh Candace Cameron. Yeah, from uh, Full House
2: <laughs> ha- not Full House. Um
0: yeah, Full House. I, I'm, Full thinking, I'm
2: thinking I'm thinking she's for some reason she was not Step by Step, but that's someone else, never mind.
0: It had um somebody from Step by Step. One of the one of those kids. But um there was this the, the the lone black girl in it, uh, <laughs> Tara Scott. I think that's her name. She was um the wait. I got to make sure I have it right. If I don't have it right, it's gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> so, um, she had a uh. Okay, I'm I'm gonna look it up by the by the movie Troop Beverly Hills or anyone who's ever watched uh, remember the parenthood. Was that show? She huh, was, was she Zaria? No, she was Zaria's friend. Oh, okay. Tasha Scott. Zaria was oh, fine. I totally blew that one. Tasha Scott. But she was in, um, and it's part of her Wikipedia page, uh, in a movie such as True Beverly Hills, Kiss Shot, and Camp <laughs> <laughs> Um, So she's, she's someone like, she has a big, powerful voice but it didn't really get anywhere musically. Mm. Um, but uh, she would be on one, of the, on the, the actors who could sing list. If there was anything to put on that Spotify list. Um, but yeah, uh, maybe we'll just do that next week. <laughs> actors who sing. Um, and Singers you know, who act. <laughs> they're, there's a uh, well, I did have a rappers who act, who just happen to act. I do
2: remember there was a um, back in the day when I used to read Disney Adventures, kind of a throwback there. Um, when they would do the Music Awards, they had a category for actors who could sing, singers who could act, and then um, the those who do it so well, do both so well, that you can't tell, you know, where did they originally start? Kind of like a, like Will Smith who. We got famous rapping, then got famous, you know, acting. And then he got famous. He, like, he just. He, he got just, famous again, again rapping. Yeah. <laughs> then he, like, you know, people forgot. Like, when he came out get with getting jiggy with it and Welcome to Miami, like, people forgot, like, oh, yeah, he did start out as a rapper back in the 80s. Like, you almost forgot.
0: He did have songs called The Girly Had a Mustache, though. Um, so I don't think people <laughs> took him seriously <laughs> as a rapper yet. Well, there was that one kid I
2: knew in um, high school who said that, um, Will Smith was the greatest rapper of all time. And I
0: don't think he was kidding. <laughs> I've heard but Monty. Well, he didn't, but Monty Jones didn't say that he's the greatest rapper of all time, but he's, but he did say like, he's really, he, he is great. Like mm-hmm. you would put him up there with the best rappers of all time.
2: Well, we've been sleeping on Will Smith.
0: his bars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah,
2: But I remember that, like, and I'm trying to think of people who like have done both, um, because one person that comes to mind, really, because this band has been so successful, was Jared Leto. Like, you know, yeah. starting out in what, Requiem for a Dream.
0: Uh, he was on the show uh, My So-Called
2: yeah, Life. Yeah, My So-Called Life, too. And, like, then looking at his band, and I don't want to waste time, waste material, but, like, um, like when they were booking them, he wouldn't, he wouldn't let them advertise that this is, you know, 30 Seconds to Mars featuring Jared Leto. Like, he wanted to make it on his own, and so it's kind of like, you know, the band got famous, even though pe- people pretty, I'm pretty sure, eventually figured out, like, oh, yeah, that's that dude. That's Jared Leto. Um, He's playing the Joker. Like, they they figured that out eventually, so, I mean, like, I'm sure it helped a little bit, but, like, that's somebody who, for the most part, quote-unquote, made it of his own accord, made it on his, you know, his own ability. And I'm pretty sure once we dive more into it, we, we'll find more people who are like that. Um, Not Russell Crowe, of course, but, you know, like... <laughs> We'll find more. Or right, I think that made me think Keanu Reeves might have been on that list yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, he's in there. I don't, his band wasn't very famous and he also was like that. He didn't want people to know. And maybe he should have. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they're called Dog Star. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't very good. I've listened to them. They're not very good.
0: I do like 30 Seconds to Mars though. All right. I, they're one of the, sounds like one of those bands that just play in bars. Yeah. Like that, that's it. They don't record anything. <laughs> they haven't made any videos. They just, it's a hobby, bars. It's a hobby yeah. for Kiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for our show. Uh You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash. By the time you hear this subscribe on iTunes. Uh, if you don't have an iPhone, which has the podcast app to which you can subscribe to us from there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, if you have a, if you have an Android phone, uh, download the automatic app
3: mm-hmm.
0: where uh, our podcast is hosted and you can search for it and find it there. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We do have an Instagram now. Oh, really? Sweet. Yeah.
2: I need to find it. Uh,
0: by the time you hear this with the U is the letter U. Okay. Because we're urban. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a throwback to an older podcast. I used to Um, so yeah, you can follow us on Instagram as well. And, um, should we plug our own Twitters and Instagram? No? No. Okay. I'm I'm not. Okay. I mean, even though I have posted some stuff about this podcast on my Instagram.
3: I um,
2: posted it on my Facebook. I pro- I'm probably gonna share it on my um on my uh, Instagram as well and on my other you know, my Facebook music page and photography page. Drop some traffic there.
0: All right. Let's get some followers. Sounds good to me. Um and you know what? We're gonna end this. We're gonna end this with some music it's a music podcast and I felt like we weren't playing enough music. That's why I played so many songs. tonight. Gotcha. Um, So our theme was athletes and we have to end this with, um, I guess you can now say Atlanta's own (laughs) Dwight Howard. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace.
1: You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. My, my, my. Can't touch this. Oh, season get so low. Makes me bored all day long. But thankfully, I've got a music team that helped me ride and keep the beat. I'm still a kid, even though I'm grown. A Superman homeboy in Orlando. And I'm known that's such. And this is my team. You can't get touch this. It. I told you, homeboy. You can't get touch this. That yeah, that's how we live it. You get can't touch this. Look into my eyes, man. You can't get touch this.